0: hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of the mindful self-care podcast i am your host chelsea and today we're going to talk a little bit about goal setting and i did a whole episode on this i think it was the very first episode of the year when it's january and everyone's setting new goals new year's resolutions. so if you want to listen to kind of more in detail what I like to do for my kind of general goal setting process. That's a great episode to listen to if you haven't already. But the reason I am bringing it up today is it's it's the beginning of October. It's, it's starting to become fall. There's a change of seasons. There's a good chance that there's some schedule changes going on in your life. If you've got kids, they've started school, we got fall activities starting, the days are getting shorter and routines just kind of need to be changed a little bit. And I do 12 week goal setting process, um, I follow it's a book. Uh, Again, yeah, whole episode on that. So I won't waste too much time. I want too much of your lovely time going over the specifics of that. But for me, this week is also kind of my week to reevaluate my goals, see what's been working from the past 12 weeks, the past few months, and be able to make some adjustments for the next three months, which is the end of the year. And one of the things that I was thinking about as I was reflecting on what's been working, maybe things I'd like to have improvements and where would I like to kind of see myself in 3 months. As, as I wasn't just looking at where do I want to be at the end of this year, I was really thinking of what habits do I want to instill right now that will be able to carry into next year into 2024 which I'm sure there's there's tons of marketing out there that's like the new year is only like a hundred days away or whatever it is. Like, what can you do to like really meet your goals this, the end of this year? And you know, that's all well and good, but we don't need to wait until January 1st to start new goals. We don't need to put a bunch of pressure on ourselves to just do a year's worth of goals in three months. I mean, I I don't think either of those tactics is really helpful to our mental health and our overall well-being, but I do think that taking time to check in and look at where you're at and where you want to go and make some changes can be really, really helpful. I'm a big, big believer in what is one of the small changes that you can make that can make a big impact. And I've talked a little bit about having burnout uh, struggles and and experiencing that kind of feeling of just not having energy, feeling kind of lost on this podcast before. And honestly, I've been feeling pretty good lately. I was really, really burnt out last year, feel a lot better this year. And uh, so when I sat down to kind of reflect, first off, whenever I do kind of my reflection, you could do it just in your head. I'm a big fan of putting pen to paper. I'm a big fan. I pulled out my journal and I also think that there's a lot of power in being able to like go outside away from like the mess of our house and just get into fresh air, maybe into sunlight. I won't lie. It was kind of hot today when I did this. So I didn't want to go sit in the sun. I was sitting in the shade outside. And I also like to start with just getting some thoughts on paper, asking myself, okay, what's what's in my mind when I think about setting goals for the next few weeks? What what comes to mind? Putting that on paper so it's not clouded in my mind. And then spending a few moments just breathing, kind of meditating. Um, I Sometimes I'll do that guided meditations. I didn't this time. I literally just sat there on one of my steps outside in the shade, just, I just breathe for a little bit. And I kind of just was asking myself, what, what comes up? What, what thoughts do I have when I ask myself, like, what, what should I focus on for the next 12 weeks, the next few months? What's going to help set me up for the best success that I can for the life that I want to live? Like, what happened? What, what habit is there? What focus? And Whatever your spiritual beliefs, like you could view that as kind of a prayer to, to a certain deity. It could just be letting your mind get space to think about whatever it needs itself. However you want to interpret that is perfectly fine for you. But whenever I do that, I've had some pretty interesting things come up. And so I, I've put a, a decent amount of trust into that type of exercise and one thing that came up for me that I thought was super interesting was that there's a lot of power in stillness. And I was like, well, damn, because I think it's really true. And we're going into fall, which uh, is kind of that season where we're where harvesting. Uh, you're, you're needing to get ready for winter. There's going to be a little bit more time for rest after that work is done, Days are getting shorter, kind of all all of that stuff, and I was like, interesting. That's an interesting thing to think about going into fall when the weather is going to really be changing and and moving into the winter time, and so I let kind of that that thought of stillness being a kind of a driving factor in some of my goals and some of my self-care, I love that kind of be a theme for me as I was kind of setting my goals because it resonated. It made me feel good of like, yeah, like this idea of being able to have these pockets of time where I can be still, where I can sit and meditate, where I could be outside, where I don't have to feel like I'm filling my time with anything. And so I also started asking myself, well, what are other areas in my life that I could incorporate more stillness? and one of them that came up was mindful eating. So I have been kind of trying, I don't think I would put as much effort in as I could, uh, but I've been kind of trying to do mindful eating for probably the majority of this year. Uh, it's just one of those those things that I think from a health standpoint can be really good. Uh, When you're eating mindfully, you can really kind of connect to your body and what nutrients it might be craving and what nutrients and types of foods it maybe needs. It can also give you a chance to kind of connect to, is there any kind of emotional reason for why you're eating? And I am an emotional eater. I have moments where I can tell that I'm being stressed just because I keep walking back to my pantry to grab more and more snacks. And I think that it also gives lots of time for our bodies to be able to focus on actually digesting our food and not just moving on to the next task. It allows us to sit and enjoy our food, enjoy our meals. And I'm a big believer in while food's number one job is to give us nutrients and fuel for our body, I also believe that it should most of the time be a food that you enjoy. You should enjoy the experience of eating. You shouldn't have to eat things that you just absolutely hate day in and day out. And so eating mindfully, eating slowly, and really enjoying that moment can make it a lot more of an enjoyable experience. And that's just something that I've, I've struggled with, I have a hard time just sitting there and eating my food, my brains always looking for something else, I enjoy listening to podcasts, while I eat or an audiobook, But on top of that, I'm normally also playing some sort of little matching game on my phone while I'm eating. And so I made the decision that even though part of me was like, I don't want to lose this progress on this game. In the end, it doesn't actually make any difference in my life. It's not impacting my life in many positive ways. It's just a way for me to distract myself, to disassociate, to kind of push any feelings that I might be having just away. So I deleted the games on my phone they're not going to be there. It's also something that I find myself doing as I'm like sitting watching a movie or sitting watching TV. Instead of being present, I'm going to play play that game. So by deleting that, it's going to give me a chance to eat more mindfully and be more present and more still in other areas of my life. I'm still going to allow myself to listen to a podcast or an audiobook if I feel like I need to. Uh, that's, that's kind of my, my compromise with myself. I'm like, I'll still be able to listen to this, but I'm gonna to put my phone away and I'll just listen to what, whatever it is and I'll eat. And hopefully over time, I'll be able to kind of move away from listening to anything at all. So keep you updated on that progress. And so I also started thinking about, okay, like I used to have a meditation practice that I would do every once in a while. Um, actually, almost not every once in a while. It was, it was pretty consistent. I did it almost daily. And I really enjoyed it. And I, I've moved away from that over the past couple of years. And so I'm not going to tell myself to meditate every single day, but I'm hopefully going to be doing it um, more often. And so while I start thinking about what are areas that I could create more stillness in my life, that helps me kind of create what are those habits that I'm going to do eat mindfully being one of them. And I'm a list person, I'm a planner person. And so I like having stuff written out. One of the things that I did differently for this round of kind of goal setting than I've had in the past, is I made my daily habits or my weekly habits, a lot more general than they would be in the past. So like, for example, when I started thinking about what do I want to do every single day, that's really going to support my overall well being help me accomplish everything that I want to accomplish. I think that one, I want to find stillness, I want to find a quiet moment, a calm moment, I want to slow down. And that could happen in a lot of ways. It could be the mindful eating, it could be meditating, it could be sitting and having a conversation with somebody without any distractions like that quality time that quality connection and so there's a broad definition of what the stillness could be uh, and, and I'm giving myself that flexibility to to define what that could be each and every day. And then I also, the other thing I put on my daily habits was just find joy. So find joy in something that day. It could be reading a book. it could be connecting with a friend. it could be trying a new food. I mean again, like anything that sparked joy in me is gonna count. And so between those two activities, finding joy, finding the stillness, I kind of think if I do those things, I'm gonna be feeling pretty good. Now, of course, in the back of my head, I've got those other habits like sleeping, (laughs) working out, moving my body, eating foods that make me feel good, reading my book, kind of those things that I have pretty good habits on already that I don't feel like I need to put a ton of energy into focusing on them. Heck, my my still moment could be maybe doing a yoga class. Um, maybe my my moment of joy could be a workout that made me feel really happy, really good, really powerful, really strong. There, There's just lots of flexibility within those things. Uh, and then of course, kind of like doing some sort of mobility. I, I did put that as another kind of daily or almost daily habit, because it's something I've noticed when I do some mobility work on my body, I just feel better. I don't have the aches and the pains. And so those are, that's what I put down for my daily habits going for the next few months. There have been times that my daily habits have been very, very structured. It had been morning routine, nightly routine, meditate, journal, workout, drink water, go to bed on time lots of stuff. And I just, in the past, I haven't been successful with trying to complete 10 habits every single day. Uh, And and sometimes I'm better at them with others, but I really want to set myself up for success this, this next few months and give myself space to still reach those goals and still take action towards taking care of myself, but also give myself a lot of flexibility as I need to, because every week is a little bit different. In some weeks, I could probably get every single one of those habits done easy peasy. And other weeks might be a little bit harder. And I do within my passion planner, because it's my, favorite, it's my favorite thing. I love it. They they do have a free printable of habits. So if there is a week that I feel like I need to be a lot more intentional and aware of, am I going to bed at the time that I need to? Am I reading my book to give myself a little bit of a mental break from the day? Am I mindfully eating? Am I drinking my water? Am I taking my supplements? I have all those things. I can always print off one of those sheets and write it out for that week, but I'm not going to make them part of my big 12-week goal setting situation. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm looking at for the next few months. Of course, I've got some other kind of like project based goals, and I'm going to work on two. Um, and to help kind of make sure that I've got room for the stillness, room for joy, room for some of these projects. Uh, again, I went to Passion Planner, they've got a bunch of free printables. And one of them is just a basic week Print out, so it's the exact same thing that I have in my actual planner. It just doesn't have dates on it, and it's it's just one week. And I went in and I did a very very general like outline of what a typical super average week would look like. When am I spending time teaching Pilates? When do I have other clients? When do I have meetings? Um, What time would I normally go to the grocery store? When am I generally working out? When am I going to try to find time for stillness? And they're they're pretty dang big blocks of time, if I'm being honest. But that, I'm going to put it up in my office. It's going to go on one of my whiteboards. And that's going to be kind of my guide as I'm kind of setting up on like a Sunday night, Monday morning, and I'm kind of planning out my week. I'm going to use this kind of template as a guide to make sure that I'm not overscheduling myself. That if I'm like, oh, I have to cover a class, or I've got a podcast interview that I don't normally have at a time I don't normally have it at, then it's kind of taking time away from this type of activity, um, whether that's another another work related thing, or if it's taking out of like kind of my personal time, my self care time then I want to make sure I'm getting that time back someplace else and being intentional with it. So I did that as well. And I also kind of wrote down like, what some of those like weekly tasks that I want to kind of do some of those daily tasks and what those big projects that by the end of three months, I hope to have um, completed. So I hope that kind of me walking through what my process is what I'm doing, I always want to be very, um, open to the fact that i am not perfect. I have to practice self-care intentionally just like everybody else just because i have a podcast about it and i teach other people about it and try to share information doesn't mean that i do it perfectly every single time because i definitely don't. And i just i hope that hearing kind of my latest 12 week goal update, my latest quarterly goal update gave maybe you some ideas and I hope that it maybe it inspired you and we got you at least thinking about not waiting until the new year to start working on taking care of yourself a little bit better and checking in with what do you need? Are there changes that you need to make in your life? Because I'll be honest, if you always give yourself permission to do it later, do it later, do it later, do it later, when later comes around, it's still so easy just to say, well, I'll just do it later. Cause you've just, you've given yourself that permission in the past And so sometimes you just got to like suck it up and do it. And even if it's as silly as deleting a game off of your phone, that might feel really hard and really uncomfortable. Uh, Sometimes you just got to rip the bandaid off and do those uncomfortable things. I did delete the games. Like I said earlier, it kind of stressed me out at first because it's been this thing that's been a big distraction when I've needed it but I'm ready to get a little bit more in touch with some of the feelings that are coming up when I feel like I need a distraction. Um, And so that's gonna be my big challenge. If you kind of wanna follow along to see what this looks like, uh, I'm gonna be a lot better on social media about posting stuff. And so for the this coming week, so this episode's coming out on October 1st. Um, if you're listening to it the day it came out, that week following that first week of October, I'm gonna be doing a kind of like self-care follow-along. So throughout the day I'm gonna be posting what I'm doing to take care of myself. And Again, that's a really big, broad definition for me. It's anything that's going to help support my overall well-being, mental health, physical health, emotional health, all those things, anything that makes me feel good and gives me energy. So there's going to be hopefully a lot of stuff on there. Uh, so I'm going to show you how I do that. If you're listening to this episode after the fact, I am going to save all of that in a um, real highlight, not a real highlight, might make it into a real after, but a highlight, a story highlight um, that'll be kind of at the top of the profile and it's at the mindful self care on Instagram, I'll be posting in there all week, showing you kind of what it looks like to take care of myself kind of for for my life. And I would love to see if you're doing something too. So if you're going to post about your self care, feel free to tag me at the mindful self care. I can't wait to show you my self care. It'll, It'll really force me to do a lot this next week. And I can't wait to see what you're doing as well. If you are going to be setting new goals for this year, I would love to hear about them send me a message at the mindful self-care again on Instagram. And I hope you found this interesting. I hope this was helpful. If you're listening on Spotify, there's gonna be some questions about the episode. Did you are you setting your goals? Um, kind of stuff like that. So if you want to scroll down, and if you're not listening on Spotify, then you can always go to Spotify and you can fill out the question answer if you would like to. It's always fun seeing what people say. Well, that is all I have for today. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll be back in your ears with more self-care stuff soon. Thank you for listening to the mindful self-care podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to podcasts. You can also send this episode to a friend who you think would benefit from the information. It's a great way to help us grow and help us reach more people. If you want to connect with other like-minded, self-care focused individuals, you can follow us on Instagram at The Mindful Self-Care, or you can join The Mindful Self-Care Society. It's a great place to connect with others, gain some additional resources, and really help make sure that self-care is a focus in your life so you can always feel your best. Thank you again for listening. I can't wait to be back in your ears soon.